Welcome to your song of aliveness. <laughs> Welcome to the Song of Aliveness podcast. Hey, this podcast is all about exploring what is going on with the feelings that we have, with the thoughts that we have. Why are we struggling to figure out how to live life on our terms? Why do we feel like we need the universe to throw us a bone here? Hey, we've been good and we want to end suffering in our life. Is that such a bad thing? No, it's not. It has everything to do with the narration that you are telling in your own head, the song that's playing in your own mind. It's your song. It's a song you were meant to sing. Welcome to a discussion around awakening your song of aliveness. Hello, hello, and welcome to another Song of Aliveness podcast. I am Pete Sibley, and I am so glad that you are here. Thank you for listening. Thanks for tuning into this episode of decreasing the negative self-talk and self-blame once and for all. I was listening. Whoa, tried to say that fast. I was listening to a podcast um, earlier, and... The person that I was listening to is someone that I have appreciated hearing her journey and there was a part where she was talking where she noticed that in her own journey she had this decision where it felt like it was like a once and for all decision where she wasn't going to turn her back anymore on her authentic self, on her inner narrative, right? So often that has come up inside of me that has been met with this idea of self-doubt. Like, can I really say something like once and for all? Like, have I said that once and for all? And it's almost as if there is a fear that I'm tempting fate, that I'm tempting God, I'm tempting the universe if I say, you know, this is it once and for all. But then I notice that actually the once and for all isn't like a be-all, end-all statement. Once and for all means that you are willing to again and again and again. Meaning, like, it's going to show up, whatever it is. Whether it's negative feelings, whether it's suffering, whether it's a negative thought that's going through your head, whether it's somebody's uh, response or some type, type of challenge in your life, right? It's going to keep on showing up. But the once and for all is all about How are you going to meet that challenge when it shows up? So I'm hosting a masterclass on May the 17th, 5 p.m. To sign up, you can go down to the show notes and click on the link. It's free. You just need to sign up so you get the uh, Zoom link. Or you can go over to at selfkindnesswithpete on Instagram or you can go over to fi- find me on Facebook, Pete Sibley. Or I think it says Pete Sibley. Any of the socials right now or in the show notes have this link. And you click on the link for the May 17th uh, masterclass on decreasing negative self talk and self blame once and for all. And sign up. We're going to be talking about this. It was inspired by, like I said, that podcast of once and for all, but really. If you have signed up for some of my workshops in the past, or maybe you um, even signed up for a free consultation call, on that, 
uh, on those intake forms, I usually ask a question around like, why are you interested in self-kindness? Why are you interested in this work? What is the thing that is drawing you to this specifically, as opposed to all of the other beautiful methods that are out there? Now, of course, I'm biased, and I would say, well, of course you're attracted to this because it's the very foundation of all the other work that's out there. Um, (laughs) If you pay attention to or look at other uh, beautiful methods out there, most places start with creating a firm foundation of inner awareness, self-awareness, and a relationship that is supportive and, hey, kind within. So a relationship of self-acceptance, self-kindness, and ultimately we're looking at growing our capacity for our own inner love, our own self-love. So starting with a practice that is the very foundation of all the other practices, it's like, wow, this is great. You're going to get a solid foundation in what all of the other practices are built upon. So awareness and self-kindness, that is how I am now able to see that, oh, that's the once and for all. If you are willing to come back to being kind to yourself again and again and again, no matter how life shows up, no matter what you do, no matter if it's a mistake or if it's a failure or if you feel regretful, whatever, guilty, if you're willing to come back to self-kindness, then that self-talk, that negative self-talk and that self-blame do begin to dissipate once and for all. Now, what are some things that you would love to say, I am done with trying to like figure this out once and for all? Is it self-trust? Because that comes from this foundation of self-kindness. Is it self-confidence? Also, (laughs) self-kindness foundation. Most things that I believe we are looking for are a result of building a foundation of self-kindness. So, like I said, when people are filling out these intake forms, I usually ask a question, you know, why self-kindness? And, or why now? What are you looking for? And so, I pulled, I went through, I have, you know, dozens upon dozens of these forms, and I went through, and they could really be summed up in these two. These are kind of mashes a little bit of responses that I get from all of you. So the first one is it would stop and decrease. Self-kindness is stopping and decreasing the negative thoughts and self-blaming. Or it helps release the negative feelings about myself and it allows my true self to emerge. So the importance of allowing, decreasing the negative thoughts is like the negative thoughts end up being this loud static, right? Now sometimes people in like this thought work world, people who are really... Um, you know, 
talking a lot about looking at our mind, looking at our emotions, and really, you know, having that deep connection, they use the idea of a radio. Now, if you tune a radio, those of you who remember tuning a radio, I think everybody out there knows, even if you're of, you know, the younger generation here, you tune a radio by moving the dial either electronically or physically moving it up and down uh, to different frequencies, whether you're on FM or AM. And as you move the dial, it picks up the signal that's out there. Now that signal is always out there, right? But you are responsible for tuning your radio to pick up the signal. Now the same thing is going on more or less with us in our lives. If we are creating and tuned into a station that is negative thoughts, self-blaming, and creating negative feelings about ourselves, then we are going to pick up, we are going to see and perceive and experience all of the things in our lives through that signal. Now you might have respite from this, you might have moments where it's not as intense, But overall, that will be the signal that we continue to get. Now, when we do and lay this foundation of inner kindness, what we are essentially doing is we are um, retuning, we're turning the dial to focus on and pick up more of the things that are self-supportive, self-compassionate, self-gentle so that we experience and see the world more through a lens of self-trust and self-confidence to tap into our own inner wisdom and to really regulate how often are we looking outside of ourselves for the things that we want to feel and experience inside of ourselves. Now, the other part of this intake form that I usually send out there is I say, you know, what are the benefits you believe will come from having a better and greater foundation of inner kindness and self-love. And people respond in, you know, in concert with what I was just talking about. People say, uh, you know, I'm looking for this because I'm ready to hear what actions, you know, I need to change in me uh, for feeling happier. And another response that, again, was kind of a blend of people's responses over time would be, it would help me to think more clearly about my goals and desires and how to accomplish them uh, with a result of being happier. When we look at negative self-talk and self-blame, when I began to really look at these two, it ended up that I started to see that um, negative self-talk and self-blame was really about something very different than just the self-talk and self-blame. Now, it usually shows up like, you know, when our mind comes in with side comments and quick remarks It's like, you know, about how we should be doing it better or differently, or it's replaying the old conversations that we've had 
you know, again and again, do I say that right? Like, where did I miss it? And usually after it spent some time looking at all this stuff and blaming maybe other people first, it then singles you out and it goes after you as the reason why, the reason why things aren't working out, the reason why your life isn't better, it's not more relaxed, it's not, it's too stressed, etc., etc. So, like I said, I used to do that. And then when I found what my negative self-talk was really about, things changed in my life. Now, what it really is about is the focus of this master class that I will be teaching. If you're listening to this after the fact, you have a little bit of time to catch the replay. Um, but uh, what will be talking about and what uh, negative self-talk is really about is it is a signpost. It is a marker. It is a direct line to our true nature. Negative self-talk is really about us missing and forgetting our connection with something that is larger, the, the greater larger presence that is life itself. And so as the negative self-talk gets louder and louder and louder, what it was really showing me was, hey, Pete, pay attention. You're really getting far away from the mark of your true nature. And just when we begin to see it, that is an incredible start then this work really begins because then we can look at the all the reasons why we have created blocks in our lives to stop us from connecting to what is our true nature. And for me, I've always believed that my true nature, the reason why I'm here is to have a deep discussion, is to connect intimately with other people to release and to knock down the fear that somehow our ideas and our idealism is just that. It's too idealistic. It's too big. It's too far out there. Like, you know, don't go all the way out there, Pete. Keep, you know, stay a little bit more, quote unquote, realistic. You know, I put myself into circles where people talk about realistic and they blow out of the water what the quote-unquote normal view of realistic is. Meaning like we get so small in our idea of what is possible that we look to people who do the quote-unquote incredible things and we say, oh, that's for them. They're special. And what I do a lot in my coaching is I bring you back to connecting to the part of you that knows that you are special. That's the gift, if you will, of what self-negative self-talk, I'll get that, <laughs> of what negative self-talk brings us back to. That's what it really is about. It's about essentially us saying, hey, we're going to get so loud and so uncomfortable that you can't ignore it anymore. You can't numb it down anymore. You can't set it aside and say you'll get to it later. 
And once you welcome that, I mean, you don't have to be like, awesome, you're here. But once you actually take radical, loving responsibility for it, it will change your life once and for all. This is the kind of work that my clients come back to me. And when they report, like, you know, for a while, I wasn't even really willing to put this out there because I was afraid. I was afraid that if I put some of these results out there that my clients, first, new clients, they wouldn't believe it was possible for them. And two, that I would then be responsible for needing to get everyone these results. And what are those results? The result of a life be, uh, being more present, ending cycles, like generational cycles of shame and blame, speaking with more confidence and honesty, allowing an authentic voice to be heard, being proud of oneself, really watching worry, stress, and anxiety shrink down into these doable experiences of being a human because we want the full breadth of what it feels like to be a human being. So these are massive game changers that my clients have reported over and over and over again. So finally, I feel like the best in-service thing that I can do for you and that I can do as a coach is to share this and say, yes, this is possible. This is what self-kindness work does. This is what a inner kindness journey reveals. This work, this work is the game changer. Doing this work is what changes the game. And that is also what allows me now to claim these results more and more. Not because I am the one responsible for it, but because I know that the process is what creates it. The process in you the process of your willingness to show up and do it. That's what creates these massive game changers. Like I said, all of the other programs that I've witnessed ultimately end up starting with creating a foundation of self-kindness. And that is where I want to leave you today. What and how are you doing and how are you moving towards embodying this idea of looking and really truly understanding what the negative in your life is here to represent and to offer you because that is the game changer that awareness holds the very essence of what creates the change not any particular thing that you will do, but a combination of living from that space, of being in that frequency, of tuning the radio dial within you to connect to that. Now, the biggest challenge that I see again and again and again are, well, that's great, Pete, I'll get to it when. So putting it off, that's a huge one. Another big challenge is that people just don't believe that it's possible for them. And I want to, <laughs> to dispel that, that disbelief by saying, if I can do it, then you can do it.
for sure. I also want to say that many of my clients have come with all kinds of different backgrounds, with different, you know, all different socioeconomic uh, standings and like life stories, and they have also been able to do it. What else? What else? What's another reason that that people don't want to do this? Oh, that's their one. <clears throat> they think it's too small. They don't think that something as small and as simple as more self-kindness, as more self-love. They don't think that something that seemingly small will have such massive and radical game-changing effects in their life. And my only answer to that is then we're not talking about the same thing. (laughs) We're not. You might be talking about like having a bar of chocolate um, at the end of a hard day. Like you might be talking about like a little bit of like doing something nice for yourself. And nice for yourself is a completely different game than a radical loving responsibility of self-kindness. So if you hear yourself saying, well, I can't have that big of a change, Pete, in my life. I'm really wanting a change around money in my life. And you're talking about self-kindness. Then I will challenge you lovingly challenge you to say, that look again what would happen in your life around money if the negative self-talk was gone hmm what would happen in your life around your finances around the work of how confident you are how much you respect yourself how you would go about the world related to money if you could never say something negative about yourself and money again that is a game changer my friend now you might be getting in tune with the power of an inner self-kindness practice all right i love you as always don't take my word for it go out there and find out for yourself watch what happens in your life if you are focused for an hour and you're like hey I'm going to take the idea of radical self-kindness to the next level. And all throughout this next hour, I'm going to watch, catch my thoughts, and I'm going to meet them. And any negative thought that shows up, I will thank it and say, thanks. Right. That's right. You're reminding me that I want to go back to my authentic self, and I'm going to live and respond to the authentic voice inside me and then see what happens all right love you all right all right all right are you ready head on down to the show notes and click on the link to schedule your free one-on-one life coaching consultation call on that call you and i will talk about exploring and creating this foundation once and for all in your life.